What's going on guys, Maddie here from dclblogger.com. Thought I would make a little bit more in-depth kind of just an analysis from my point, my perspective. It's got nothing to do with me being in touch with the Metapurse team or any knowledge sharing, to be honest. This is just me watching this unfold. Kind of the genius behind the B20 token. Um, the whole concept, the whole idea, the event from the start of Beeple's drop to the Christie's auction and beyond, I just... I just find it such a genius play um, to just increase the net worth and just to bring value to the to the space and just everything about it is, is very very fascinating for someone like me because I'm always I'm always thinking about you know how do I as an investor you look about you look at moves that increase your net worth and as you go from a hundred thousand to a million or a million to ten million you look at what needs to be done to take you from ten million to a hundred million or a hundred million to a billion. Um, I know it sounds crazy, but as you kind of move up those stages and those ladders, your wealth accumulation strategies or your wealth appreciation strategies, um, they change because you can do more, right? So just, just seeing this in motion just made me quite fascinated. So um, bring it back to how it all kind of started. Um, now, Beeple, he dropped his first pieces, you know, the first dropped, uh, yeah, the first drop, which was this set of pieces. That's why the politics is BS. Uh, pieces are a little bit more expensive than the other drops. Um, you know, I think the minimum is like seven hundred seventy thousand. I think the cheapest, the most expensive one sold was a six hundred thousand dollar piece. But mint number two. All I know is that people are seem to be a bit more sought, uh, seem to be after these because these were the first drop, right? And then he had Crossroad, which is a one of one piece, which sold for six point six million before the Christie's auction. I originally bought for $66,000 and then there was Crypto is BS, which is another single edition piece, okay? Now, the next drop that Beeple did was, um, there was this collection um, along with this open edition for, uh, this Redux edition, which was another 100 pieces for a dollar each. If you were lucky, you, you would have grabbed them. Or this open edition, which is what kind of stole the show because the first thing that happened was when the drop happened these five minute open editions was kind of let loose right this is the first time nifty gateway did five minute open editions this was an artist people that came with another mechanic of buying not just a digital piece but a physical piece that came with it so it came with a physical box digital token there was a physical and a digital a screen as well involved in there so it was kind of multiple mechanics that i think contributed to the success of this and so suddenly by the end of this five minutes you could see and calculate that at 969 dollars a piece it was pretty much a uh half a million dollar drop so 271 plus 207 571 six uh probably 700 times 969 so 700 thousand dollars just in the open editions which absolutely blew the um previous drop records out of the water like this was huge and this hadn't even we hadn't even started the single edition auction so then what happened was there were single a single edition auctions which is this one and this is kind of where Metapurse seemed to make their move. They bid and beat everyone and spent from $70,000 all, all the way up to um, $130,000, $150,000 um, for these pieces. The only one they were beaten on was the one that Tim Kang um, kind of won. I'm trying to find which where that is. Is it this one? There was a $777,000 sale. What was it? No, it wasn't this one. Um, let's see if I can find it. 
the goat. No. Anyway, back then there was quite a lot of collectors, and as they fought for the the pieces, none of them won. Um, and it, at the end of the day, they, all of these twenty out of the twenty-one ended up going to Metacoven, right? Um, there was only one, which I'm freaking trying to find for you guys. Uh, 160, 123. Oh, there we go. So 777. So this is the only one, the complete MF collection. This one sold. So I think this this kind of went across all of them. This one sold for $777,000 to Tim Kang. Um, before that, the bid was 350000 But Tim came in with a 777 and took it away. So that being said, so this, this kind of became a landmark event. And in a way, Metapurse kind of made it so because they made sure, in a way, that um, they won every one, every one of them, right? And by winning every one of them, they can kind of um, the the price because they were involved in each one. It looks, it seems like like the other other people that lost the bid, they would want to try and bid for the other ones, right? So then, if Metapurse kept beating them then it kind of kept the price at a certain certain level. Anyway, the drop finished, $2.5 million or so was spent on this, and obviously it became a record back then, which blew up the scene, but kind of cemented Beeple as like one of the top digital artists um, in the space um, that changed the game for the Nifty space, or the NFT space. Now, before that, before that, obviously there were many, many iconic artists, and there will continue to be, but um, Beeple was kind of late to the party. He came in about two years from NFTs as art was even a thing, but he blew up the space with this sort of a drop. So Metacoven did that, and then they issued the B20 token. So the B20 token, a $2.7 million metaverse experiment, was a very, very interesting experiment. So they issued a token called B20, and B20 um, is, is an issuance of a token that is backed up by all of those 20 pieces. So the 20 pieces, the single edition pieces, that Metacoven um, Metapurse acquired. They were all kind of backed up in a vault sort of a style thing with B20 being um, the token issued if you wanted to buy. Now, now it's a very interesting thing because what happened, because there's more liquidity and more people can invest in B20 and there's more kind of a demographic that have the money to buy B20 than there is a, of a demographic that will spend you know half a million dollars on a people piece. This sees more liquidity, it sees more appreciation. So in a way, they created a, a, a smaller bridge of entry to invest in Beeple, which isn't there, but now is there with B20. And so B20, you know, it was a big event. People wanted to have Beeple art pieces. They couldn't. So what's the next step? B20, right? I thought that was very smart. Um, and then, you know, the allocation as well of this was pretty smart too. So if you kind of look at the tokenomics, you can see that, um, 2% went to Beeple, 11% uh, for the collaborators, the supporting stakeholders, the private sales, 16 to 8%. And so they hold 60% of the Metapurse um, token. So, for example, right now the token is trading at about $8.50. Um, at 10 million market cap or a 10 million total token supply, that's about an $85 million diluted market cap. Market cap. Um, if you kind of take 60% of that, so 60 times the 10, oh no, 60 times 8. It's about 55 million. So 55 million dollars in buy power. Now, Medicove and Metapurse probably won't sell this, and we'd be stupid to. But the reality is, they have you know 55 million dollars of buy power to improve on the project, so they can trade more tokens for services to make it bigger and bigger. But when they released B20, they kind of released it across the multiple metaverse projects. So CryptoVoxels, Decentraland, etc. You can see in Decentraland, they built like this really cool. Um, 
kind of a gallery. If you go up, you can see all of the, the pieces um, in there. It's going to lag if I go in because I'm recording at the same time. Fun fact, this is my land that I sold to Metacoven, uh, Metapurse, which was pretty cool. In fact, this whole set is my land. Um, I sold a, a half of the chunk to Metapurse, which I had no idea was going to be such a big event. Uh, so blessed to be somewhat part of it. Um, but the reality is that they made a big event. They made a big splash. They did interviews. And basically at that time, everyone was paying attention to B20. So B20 was their way to increase their net worth without getting rid and selling of selling their NFTs, right? They didn't sell any, a single piece of meta, meta, uh, sorry, Beeples, but they were able to increase the net worth of their holdings by issuing B20, making it a big event, um, being part of making sure, um, you know, Beeple kind of, his name was heard, his event, the, B, the, the Beeple event was kind of pushed out. And then obviously the Christie's auction happened. And the Christie's auction was very iconic because it was the first digital NFT only piece to sell on Christie's. So then that going up to $69 million and Meta Purse pretty much um, making sure that he won it. So that was a bidding war and Justin Sun and Meta Purse was kind of fighting it out at the end. It looks like Meta Purse won at $69 million and suddenly the B20 tokens, you know, they skyrocketed to $24 and they've kind of dropped back to $844. And you can argue the valuation and the whether it's undervaluated or overvaluated, but at the end of the day, cryptocurrencies are a very speculative asset. People invest based on speculation. So if Beeple announces something, you can probably guarantee this will go up, even though the, the valuations of the pieces within the vault are probably more than what the total value of this market cap is. Uh, even that's debatable, etc., etc. But so, okay, so he bought the 20, he issued B20, um, he made it a massive event across all three projects and the metaverse. Um, then, um, you know, the Beeple auction happened. He made sure he won that too. So obviously that became a landmark kind of sale, top three in living digital artists. Um, and then what happened was suddenly, you know, it's pretty much written about in every single news uh, website, Forbes, Bloomberg, Economic Times, Artnet. They're probably not done. You got Coindesk, Cointelegraph. Um, again, not done. They'll probably continue to Washington Post, CNBC. Again, you know, cemented his name, cemented the brand, cemented the event uh, and all of that in the whole thing. So suddenly, again, where, that, where does that all come back to? Do people go and buy Beeple NFTs? Yes, in a way, um, but you can only really afford them if you have 100 to $300,000. But how do people invest and be part of this? They'd be part of this through the B20 token. So I find it very, very interesting that that the B20 token just making the event really big and providing an investment bridge through B20. This, now, now there's thousands of people out there probably that have some B20 that are incentivized and are invested in the career of people um, and that set that they wouldn't have been if they didn't have this. So the more, basically the stronger the social community behind it, either an artist or a project, the more the kind of, I guess, shareability the more viral factor it has when an event happens because everyone's invested right everyone's excited they're invested emotionally physically financially and um it's all part of it so i find and so look at what happened okay so 2.5 million dollars or so was spent on this um i think they broke it down here somewhere and they said you know 2.7 dollars uh the cost of the b20 project was 3.5 million now i don't know if that's including well this includes the b this includes b20s set aside for Metacast, blah blah blah. Uh, so the 3.5 million dollars. I don't know if that's inclusive. 
I think it would be inclusive of the NFTs, all right? Well, let's say it isn't. Let's just say it's $5 million or $6 million um, with the NFTs and the cost of um, all of this stuff. Now, actually, it's probably $3.5 million. So let's just say $3.5 million. $5 million. Okay, $5 million. I spent about five mil in the process, but look how much the net worth of those NFTs and the whole thing increased. So it's an interesting play when you have the money, when you're looking at a macro level and you're trying to increase your net worth of your holdings, how heavily you have to be involved in not just buying it. So for example, they could have just bought this and then chilled on it, right? And yeah, they would have done well, but they didn't just buy those NFTs. They created, created an event. They made sure they had some liquidity in the sense of now they've got um, you know, tokens that they can sell or at least trade for services in, in, in the scale of $55 million. Um, if Beeple continues to progress his career, people will rush to B20. Um, at some stage, this was worth $20. So that would have been a $200 million, almost $100, $100 million in buy power, buy power in tokens they would have to trade. Usually people don't sell tokens. So project founders don't sell tokens in the treasury. What they do is they trade them for services. They give it to the community. They trade them for like um, other investors, strategic investors. They trade them for, it's more about buy power, right? The more buy power you have, the more you can collaborate and integrate your project across um, other things so you know they went from like three to five million dollars to suddenly hundred million dollars in liquidity um, and obviously the nfts so I just find that whole play very genius because when you have millions of dollars and you want to grow that at a 50x to 100x level in my opinion in my limited experience one of the biggest issues is liquidity now you can probably turn hundred dollars to two hundred dollars um, if you kind of buy and sell something, right? But if you wanted to turn a million dollars into 2 million or 10 million or 10 million into 100 million, um, you have to make a big splash. You have to have an event where that, there's, that, there's, there's that much sort of money coming in for you to be able to push for that. So it's, you know, this gives a use case for Decentraland land or Crypto Voxels land. So they would have spent uh, about 140,000, I think 150,000 dollars on this land, I believe. Um, and then, you know, in, in our perspective, it's pretty expensive, but in the overall play of what actually happened and transpired, it wasn't. It's actually pretty small, less than 1%, I believe. So, you know, it, it, it is interesting because people look at land and they're like, well, why would people buy land? You know, how would you make money on land? You, what are you going to do? Sell tickets to a concert? You got to spend money to make a concert? Yeah. But there's macro players that you can do, which involve the whole decentralized space, the whole crypto space with NFTs and cryptocurrencies. You can make stuff and it, it makes a lot of sense for companies and projects that really want to go big and do something revolutionary to make use of this stuff. So anyway, just a really quick video to recap on that and, and just push my thoughts on the, the, the kind of play, the strategy behind it. Again, this has got nothing to do with me telling you guys to invest in B20. I have no idea whether it's going to continue to do good. Um, this has not been, I was never in touch with Metapurse to make this video. This is just coming absolutely from me, just an observation on the events that made it from zero to 100 really. So hope you guys enjoyed and uh, I'll see you guys in, a, in another video.